Hey y'all, welcome to another episode of Otaku Journey with me, Wilden, and Kanra, where we talk about otaku weeb stuff. We try to learn more about music and watch anime and get more knowledge of the culture, especially me, since I'm kind of behind on that stuff. Uh, we usually talk about one anime show or film each week, and then one group, uh, whether it's K-pop or J-pop or J-rock, I don't know, all over the place. Uh, so this week is a part two. Uh, you know, sometimes we'll do episodes in parts if there's multiple seasons of a show. And what we did this week was Cells at Work Season 2. Now, the first Cells at Work was on Netflix, I mentioned before. Season 2 is not quite on there yet, even though the internet wants you to think it is for some reason. Maybe in a different region, but, but not here yet. Uh, so it's on Funimation and Crunchyroll. It is a shorter season. It's only eight episodes this time, unlike the previous one that's 13 episodes. And uh, I'm really curious your thoughts, camera, because we had previously talked about, uh, you mentioned it's a different director in this season, and I think you can kind of tell that. Uh, Looks-wise, it's pretty much the same, but it is a little bit more shiny, a little bit like, oh, it's it's a nicer looking overall, I think. But... Yeah, um, this goes to one of my points where actually, uh, Cells at War 2 might have improved over the first one. I did notice a little bit, like, better animation this time around. It's um, a little bit more shiny and a little bit slightly more colored, like, variation. Yeah. Um... I guess about the same on the color, but still, yeah, it's still uh, pretty colorful. It, it's still a very natural transition from first season, uh, second season, so it's not, it's nothing too drastic, which is good. Yeah, yeah. it's, and I got a question, you might know about this more than I do, because I, I assume when I see that, it's just, like, the sign of, like, the times when it came out, like, just the style, like, always is improving, and just the way that it looks in terms of how clean it is, it's just, like, Oh, that's what animes look like in 2021. But is it more... Is there something more where, like, budget-wise, they have more money the second time, so that's why they're able to clean it up so much? Because even then, like you said, look, it looks mostly the same style-wise, but it, there's enough of an improvement where you can kind of just tell just by looking at it for some reason. You wouldn't think you'd be able to notice it, but you do. Is that because they have a bigger budget, or it is because... The style's constantly always improving, or is it a bit of both? I don't know if it's necessarily uh, like money is the problem. Uh, I mean, I've heard things about like uh, anime budgets not being like a super big factor in the how good a show looks or whatever, mm. or how great the animation is. You know, it's about having really good staff, uh, having you know a decent schedule to it, so that you know they're not completely like overworking themselves they can like kind of they can still spend some time on their craft and making it look nice so it's a bunch of different factors to try to get it working like that okay that that, that makes that's what i thought more or less because we've had i i couldn't think of any on top of my head but i know for sure i've heard of certain anime shows where like season two and three all of a sudden the internet goes oh i don't know what happened but the quality of the animation just went downhill fast just out of the yeah one punch man too on. i think is a is a great example uh i only saw the first one episode of that uh i thought it looked fine but yeah definitely not as good as the first as the first season but i know like uh, everybody on the internet ripped into it you know 
Yeah, it's just it's just always interesting of what that is. I just I guess sometimes it's a they have different artists working on it, or the director wants a different change because it is somebody else, or if it's maybe a different studio. I think it's that's the thing with anime is it's a little bit. Uh, not as clear-cut as, like, a regular TV show in terms of, like, oh, you can tell uh, whether it's, like, CG in a TV show or just, like, how shows film, whether it has a bigger budget or things like that. Usually, the further something goes along, it gets a bigger budget. But as you mentioned earlier, uh, it makes sense. Uh, animates like, it's not as clear-cut. It can be a variety of different things. Mm-hmm. Mm. Uh, so, I, I wanted to curious too because it's funny because we talked about the you know different director and we were talking about the structure of how the structure of uh cells of work season one was a little bit different from the norm especially for shonen's in terms of how struck you know there was no overall origin plot really there might have been you know an episode that had like uh two episode story arc or something but it was just like one different thing every episode and i almost feel like this season is almost literally, in a way, the opposite of that in every way. Like, they took the structure and they literally changed it in the opposite, where, uh, especially towards the end, they have, like, a story that kind of continues uh, the last few episodes, but they're also, like, again, the character development, where we get kind of a new main character, but his, like, main story takes up, like, the second full half of the season, and there is a bit of a story arc there. And then also, too, they added this thing where instead of just having one story per episode, they fit in two per episode, which I think is more interesting. So I don't know how you, if you agree with me on that or not, but I feel like story-wise, it's almost exact opposite of what the first season was in terms of like yeah, the structure. They, it definitely makes things more interesting. Because I remember, I think, like, the start of uh, the very start of the show, there's, like, maybe one more, like length i guess more episodic episode if i'm remembering right and then there's maybe two episodes that are like 11 minute segments basically like in in an american cartoon or something like that and uh from there it's like i believe it was episode four is it kind of a two-part it's like a weird blend it's like a pretty good meeting point between the two sides of the show where it's like Yes, it is split into two segments, um, but those two segments still feel very connected to the, to each other, and it gets the plot rolling. Um, the plot with, like, the cell taking in those, like, little lactic acid bacteria, <laughs> uh, and then that kind of continuing on uh, basically for the rest of the season. Yeah, it's... The rest of the season is more, like, story-based and stuff like that. Which yeah. I do have to say, okay. oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Lactic acid bacteria; uh, those things are adorable. Look, <laughs> the author of this manga, they know their marketing, the potential for marketing. That's obvious because these things are very adorable. They're very, very, very good for having like little plushies of just very tiny plushies of around your house. If they didn't do those, and again, missed opportunity, but. uh... Well, what's that? What's uh, that noise they, they, they make adorable. all the time? It's like that's now all I hear now. There, new, new. <laughs> oh gosh, that that thing, every five seconds I hear it goes again. Oh, and then yeah, especially, like, 
that scene at the mm-hmm. end, and it's so cliche of a story beat. The most, like, one of the most cliche story beats you can have, where it's like, you gotta go, you gotta get out of here. If I don't wanna leave, you gotta leave. <laughs> just like, it's so cliche, but in the moment, you're just like, oh no, then things starts crying. You're like, ah, oh, I heart can't take this. Uh, yeah. <laughs> how do you, uh, I mean, how do you feel about them? Because, like, you know, the main characters were the White Cell and the Red Cell, but really in this season, the Red Cell almost becomes sort of a secondary and is kind of replaced by uh, this other Cell character. How did you feel about that chip? Um, I mean, part... I do kind of appreciate it for, you know, switching things up, I guess. Uh, maybe I'm not as attached to the, like, the, the normal Cell guy and the bacteria as adorable as they are as maybe the red blood cell but hey it's cool to see other different parts of the body and different inhabitants and stuff like that i would have liked to see a little bit more of the of uh red blood cells like kohai too like i don't think she was in there much at all other than maybe like in one scene or something like that yeah um and i would say too the especially the first half more than a set once the the acid cell gets introduced before that gets introduced they do do the thing like you said last time where you know those little cute little plate things you know again people they knew people liked those things so they made sure at least the first half that they were also kind of front and center at a lot of the episodes you can really tell that um and yes, people do love those little things. Yeah, I could do. tell. Yeah, I know. And then they were kind of... And then you had the adult one. She's like, I, y'all better... Yeah, the, little, the commander girl, yeah. And she's like the super... I was like, there's the sexy voluptuous character that hasn't been in the show, really. I mean, you have... Was it KTG or whatever the heck her name is? The badass with the sword. She's got some hip action going on and stuff. But this is like the first character where it's like she's and dressing... And Yeah, yeah. But this... Who has that uh, cool, like, lightsaber thing. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah, the badass one. But it's like she... Yeah, speaking of her, yeah, she did have some good... You know, she's part of some of the better action in this season, you know. She had some pretty, like, impressive-looking fights with, like, the can During that whole, like, cancer cell battle. Yep. Yeah. Um... Oh, I forgot. I def- yeah, it was definitely appreciated. That's where you can tell uh, the animation boost is definitely appreciated there uh yeah it's uh it's yeah i i appreciated that oh it was so funny though how uh uh now i'm getting off topic for what i was originally saying but it was so funny how like you know the killer t cell had basically a level up and it became a memory cell he's like Sorry, guys, it's time to go. I gotta move on to greener pastures. But then by the end of it, he was pretty much, like, the same. Like, he hadn't... <laughs> even though we learned his history in the first season, even though he had sort of an upgrade, he was still the same. He still acted the same. He still fought the same. And I thought that was funny to, like, give him that little bit of an update. Because it's like, oh, good for him. But at the end of the day, he's pretty much exactly the same person. You know? <laughs> and can we talk about, speaking of badass heroin characters uh which got a lot more i think like time with the heroin characters this season too but it, besides red blood cell but the other ones but i mean uh what, what's the other one that's like 
the yeah regulatory T cell right? Who's the in the first season she was just a secretary, but you know if you go back and they do that spinoff episode that shows the history of the T cell and the leader, and then she was kind of always in the background calling them idiots because that's what a lot because men are idiots, and so you know she was like in the episode maybe another one. And then just, like, all of a sudden, these last couple episodes, she just decides to show up, and she's like, you know what, I'm going to be a main character for these next few episodes, and I'm going to show you all that I can destroy anybody. And so, like, Killer T-Cell's just, like, trying to fight her, and she's like, we can't, you can't fight parts of your own body, sorry, I don't know what to tell you. And then, and then they have the thing where he's fighting her, like, Dragon Ball Z, and she's just, like, the animation of him, her blocking him. Like ten thousand miles an hour killed me. Oh yeah, so yeah funny. that that was pretty pretty good part of that fight. And, but, of all the fighting happening in gosh. like the second half. And, but I do feel though, I do feel for all these characters because they fight cancer cell, Mister. Ha ha ha! I'm back. And she's like, yeah, yeah, no, you can't kill, kill. And then like she finally realizes, oh, his shirt ripped partially. You know what? He is a bad guy now. And I can't imagine. I was frustrated at her. I was mad at her at that point. I was like. I feel for all these other characters. They've been trying to tell you, lady, that we gotta kill this thing. She's like, no, 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 you can't, you can't. And then she's like, all right, fine, I guess, after all that. And it's like, if you paid attention better the first time, you could have avoided half the struggle before he powered up and stuff. But no, you had to do your job or whatever. And she's, <laughs> And then she's like, I'm gonna... Like, I don't even know, that's, like, beyond a 180 dodge out of the attack out of the way where, like, her body turns, like, more than sideways <laughs> super awkwardly. Oh, uh, speaking of power-ups, uh, <laughs> yeah. the, the cannon punch. Mm. Yeah, that, that memory T cannon punch thing, uh, yeah. Uh, you know, remember how I said that, oh, yeah, this is a pretty different vowel, kind of vowel shown in... Mm. Last time, yeah, I think this is the moment where cells at work and other battles shown are starting to converge onto each other. It's still a great moment. I, not gonna lie, this is not a bad thing. It's still amazing to see the cannon punch. Uh, yeah, uh, I like that we're getting more like special techniques and stuff like that in the show. Yeah, and for him, even though he hadn't changed much as a character overall, uh, he, that was the one moment of, like, character development where he earned that moment since the first season. You know? It's, like, knowing the history, and especially the her, like, out of all people, who's one of the people that's known him the longest, and just taunting him. You know? It's, like, pushing him to that brink, you know? And it's, like, part of you makes you wonder, it's, like, well... Was she intentionally do that because she knew too he was that powerful? But at the same time, I guess, I guess that's what I'm not sure. Because again, I'm so mad that she like changed her mind the last second, and so I couldn't tell because she was so kind of stoic whether she was purposely trying to power him up to like fight him more, and she was pretending she was protecting another guy, or she was just matter of fact. And then again, it's like I almost like was frustrated. With that character, because it's like, come on, like, really, like, well, I don't know. It, again, did lead to all the cooler moments in in this season. So, uh, still, uh, I very appreciate, very much appreciate them. Mm. My, I guess, my other question, because again, 
one of my things was like, well, how are you going to be able to drag the show out for much longer? Because if you're covering only so much stuff in the body, you're going to run out of stuff. And then here we go in season two, we're like, oh, no, now we're going to even add more per episode. And then again, I'm like, oh, well, you must think you have a lot there if you're increasing that amount. It's like, oh, I thought they stretched the show. Like, oh, I thought the show, you know, it's, they're going to have to really stretch it. And they're like, no, we're going to fit more in one episode, more topics. And I'm like, well, geez. Like, I imagine they did a decent bit of the manga. The manga isn't that long. It's like six volumes. Um, I mean... I don't know. Is I don't even know if there's gonna be a season three. Does again? It's one of those where it I ends. don't know. I mean, because the originals ended. I think it's just like spinoffs and some sp some of the spinoffs are still going now. But that's about it. Yeah. So I imagine again, it, it kind of ended where it didn't really. It just ended to where like the show ended. That's fine. You know, where it had a solid ending. Mm -hmm. Um. So yeah, because like again, it's like I don't know how the show could keep going without running out by stuff. And like you said, there's still that other show because you can uh, um, watch the spinoff show now as well. Is also there. I might be. I might on the side. We're not gonna cover it in this podcast, but there is the Cells at Work Black or whatever it's called that you can watch as well. I think that's another like full 13 episodes, which I was surprised. I thought it'd be like a like a short spin off and i was like oh this is a full season so I yeah it know. got a little bit more than the regular cells yeah. at work so it's like, season I, two, I, so. I, yeah it's like is there yeah it could be another season of that or is that one season thing i don't know it i could be wrong you know time will tell but oh i kind of feel like at least for main cells at work i believe it's over um i think I think there was also like a COVID nineteen. There were like COVID nineteen chapters at the very end of the manga. I believe they do count to the manga's original run. Um, I don't know if maybe they could do those as like an OVA or something, but um, but yeah, there's those. I guess they could adapt. Yeah. Unless you know, maybe it's like too timely or whatever. In which case, okay, understandable. Mm hmm. Um. One, one last thing, too, I wanted to bring up also is that I like the... And this was within, I think, even the first episode. I just love the fact that they did the... the They brought back the wall gag where <laughs> the red blood cell has to squeeze in this tiny little space. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, this show's still funny, too. I, I like that the sense of humor was kept mm -hmm. intact from one to two. Yeah, I, uh, yeah, again, he... I mean, do, and you said that you think that this season overall might be better than the first season, you would think? Uh, in some ways, yeah. Okay. It's like, you know, it has better fight scenes. I like that they switched it up a little bit, you know. I think the shorter runtime might actually, might have actually, like, been in its favor. Mm. Having something a little bit more brisk doesn't feel as dragged out some i suppose mm, okay okay and i'll say i'll say to the uh the theme because you know they, you, you have different themes usually uh the theme of this one is a very when i first heard it, i was like this reminds me of these like watching Yu-Gi-Oh pokemon as a kid this theme and when i heard it the first time i'm like is this like is this show gonna take a drastic tone shift where it is gonna be more kid friendly because that theme is definitely super kid friendly i feel like but overall the show 
was still just as violent and everything, but I thought the theme was interesting. I, mean, I liked it, but I was like, when I heard it, I was like, I this is like... I remember season one having kind of a, you know, an upbeat theme for it, too. I mean, it did, but for some reason, this one hit me to where it's like, these were the themes I remember hearing as a kid, these kind of themes, when I was... The few anime I watched when I was younger. It was a little bit more of just... A little bit more poppy, I guess. The other one was... I mean, I guess it was that too, but I didn't. It, it didn't. It felt like, oh, this just feels like any other anime opening theme. It's a little cute, whatever. But this one, it felt like it was more poppy and just like I guess like the choruses and stuff was just a little bit more kid friendly to me. I don't know. Maybe it's just me. Maybe it's just me. Um, I still liked it though. I just thought it was interesting. Uh, yeah. Uh, I'm. I might like it better than the first i think i, I think i'm into the, to it a little bit better mm. okay uh yeah i i mean I i'm not a... like a super big fan of either so yeah so. yeah uh, to be fair yeah i mean i i thought both were fine they, they were both fine so i guess overall i don't know if you have any final do you have any final thoughts on this show overall sales at work well, okay, now that's done, uh, I guess kind of the same thing I said in my last episode. If you want, you know, a unique kind of fresh take on the on Battle Shonen, go check it out. It's a decent watch, a fun, like, light afternoon watch. Uh, it, I don't know. If there is, like, still things like Anime Network and stuff like that around, I don't know if so, that's something you specifically remember, but stuff like Anime Network and Funimation, this would be perfect, like, three o'clock in the afternoon, lazy afternoon type of viewing. I think that's what the show is, down to a T. Mm. You know, it's still worth it. You still get some neat ideas thrown in here and there. Uh, some cool action in the second season. Some pretty funny comedy moments. You know, check it out. I recommend it. It's maybe not as strongly as I think I would want have wanted to i suppose mm. well said well said uh the only other thing i add to that is again even though the structure of how they do the story is different and i appreciate the difference in that i would still say if if the first season didn't grab you the second one won't either it, it's if you like the first one you're gonna like the second one yeah yeah i will say that even with the second season's improvements i think it did yeah this is a very if you're watching season one and you you're not into it yeah don't even bother yeah. it's not too drastic enough of a change to where i could say oh yeah watch this over you know watch this you know hold out right yeah where it's like oh don't worry it gets good you gotta watch this crap for although i haven't said that i don't know if, I don't know. I, I don't know what case you would do this, but if you watch season two first, I wonder if it'd be harder to watch season one, just because season That's two is a little bit good more point. tight. I didn't think about that. It might be. I mean, it, you could watch season two just kind of on its own. I mean, I think you can like get what's going on in it and everything. Yeah, I just wonder if season one would feel a little bit more dragged out after it season might. two being yeah, so tight it might. put together. Right, that was interesting. So yeah, uh, 
Yeah, so if you're going to watch it, start with the first season, I would say, over, and then go into season two might be a better option to go. And then again, there's that spinoff show. I might watch it at some point. Uh, you could check Yeah, me out too, but again, it's not like a super huge priority. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and uh, so as far as what we're going to do next week, uh, we're going to watch something different. And what is it that we're going to watch, Canada? Holy coolie, let's do that. Fully Coley. I adore Fully Coley. I like a lot. Okay, so I've seen. So that's one I actually have seen. I've already seen that, but I've oh. haven't. I don't think I've seen season two. I've only seen the original one. There's progressive and alternative, so I guess free seasons to it. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay, okay. Uh... Is that something you want to do, or do you want to find something that you haven't seen yet? I guess. Because any opportunity, I will take anything to watch Fully Cooly again, so any opportunity works. I mean, I guess we could do that again. Yeah, because like I said, I've only seen the original show, but it's been a while, so I don't know if you want to... It's been a few years for me, too. I don't know how, I don't know how you want to do that. If we want to do one season a week, or do we want to try the... Is it still six episodes on the other seasons? All three of them are six episodes, so, I mean, it'll be a short watch. And it's definitely the type of thing I will be fine to dedicating almost a month of content to. Okay, so we'll do, then, one season each week, I guess, of mm-hmm. that. Okay, cool. Mm-hmm. All right, yeah, Fully Cooly. Uh, one of the few, I've seen the first season, y'all, but I haven't seen uh, past that, but a good reason to watch that again. We know... Avali is a is a fan of that. She's got some fully coolly artwork, I think, in her apartment. So that'll fit into the theme. Oh, uh, fully coolly is <laughs> is beautiful. Yeah, and that was one of those where like the second season took a long time to come, right? Because the first one came out a while ago, I believe, if I remember right. Uh, yeah, it was like 2000 that first fully coolly came out. Then uh, 2018. Here come these two se- these two other seasons. Cool. Alright, yeah, no, that's a good solid choice. I remember I, uh, I do like... I, I like... Uh, the anime that I've seen, for the most part, I like overall. I haven't seen too many anime where I watched it and I was like, eh, at least on my own. There's been a few, but I think that's a good one. So... Oh, yeah. it does also give me an idea for music, but uh, I'll kind of let you think about, you know, options that you want to um suggest but if if you're lacking on music options um there's something very easy that i can suggest to tie into one of the fully coolie episodes so that's up to you okay cool all right i feel all right uh so that's our anime segment guys now we're gonna move on to music uh i i had picked for us to listen to you know, we're again lobbies groups, uh, camera. Like we're we've been in the theme of uh, except for, uh, you know, like our first episodes. But I I wanted to start. I know these are like more popular known groups. Uh, and you know, eventually I'll work our way down. We had I've I've tried to mix it up between big and small. We had weekly, uh, a couple weeks ago, which was like a smaller newer group. But I wanted to go back to another group's been around a long time, a uh, group that's even been around longer than blackpink one of the longest like groups of this current generation i guess which mm-hmm. is uh red velvet 
Red Velvet. Uh, now, Camera, I don't know. I don't know if we ever made clear like your history of Red Velvet. If you listened to them a little bit, or you didn't. Um. Listen to them yeah, at all. I didn't listen to them like a whole lot before this episode, but uh, I had heard them in like 2018. I had listened to. I guess it was their debut full album. Um, I thought it was all right. I. I don't even exactly remember why I did. I mean, I do know that there were some uh, classmates that were into, like, K-pop and stuff, and maybe I heard it from them. I'm not sure why it exactly compelled me to be like, hey, that Red Velvet right there. I don't know, but I just kind of came across it, and I listened to it, thought it was okay, um, didn't really bother with it until much later. Basically, until around the time of this of this show. Hmm. Okay. Okay. And what do you? So, what do you think about them overall? Um. Almost kind of what I thought the first time. Uh, at least for a little bit. Okay. So, doing the early preparation for this episode, uh, listening to stuff, I was kind of at a at a bit of a crossroads. I was like oh, I'm liking this stuff, I'm into it, you know, it's a mix of, like, electro-pop, and there's definitely some 90s R&B in there, um, but I'm kind of like, oh, I, I, I don't know if I have that much to add, or much really of interest I can say, it's a, they're a decent K-pop group, they're, they're fine, but I don't know if I can really say too much about them, and, but I, you know, my opinion of them as I've started listening to more stuff, uh, more of the later stuff, who has started to grow, you know, I'm, get, as I get a little bit more used to their music and to their whole discography, you know, I'm starting to like them more and more. Uh, I guess this was pretty decent timing that we did this episode. They had a mini album, I guess it was about a week or two ago, that that came out, which is pretty solid. It's called Queendom. Uh, I recommend checking that album out, especially Queendom, the title track, and I remember re quite liking Hello Sunset, too. Uh, One yeah. of the more, like, mellow tracks. Yeah, yeah, I want to get into the tracks, too. And, yeah, it's funny you mentioned that, too, because I think even today, because I was listening to some of their stuff today as well, Today they put up, you know, a live version of Queendom, you know, where they do the ooh, live performances. Ooh, they just nice. got put up today, so uh, you can check that out, too. Uh, I think I might have seen that, I don't know, recommended or something, but I didn't watch it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, just some facts. Originally, it started with four of them. Because uh, mm. so we got Irene, uh, good lord, how do I say her name? Sulji, Wendy, Joy, and then... They came out with a single, and then, like, shortly after that, they added Yuri for the fifth member. Uh, as we talked about before, there's not... Most of the groups in K-pop have bigger-numbered groups. Like, Blackpink's one of the ones that has four, which is, you know, kind of rare. And uh, same thing with the Red Velvet here. They're one of the few that had, like, a smaller... I feel like back in the day, K-pop groups were a little bit smaller, where, like, five or six was kind of the norm, and they kind of fit with that vibe, uh, if you're talking about, like, four minute or something like that. Uh, but this group's been around since 2014, and they've been pretty much constantly active since 2014. Uh, I, if, like, as far as, like, groups go, um, you know, I, I like, I do, like, uh, uh, 
was that Irene and Joy, they're some of my favorites, Solji too. Which is weird to, like, Joy... Yeah, like, I don't have a fa- again, this, I don't have a favorite yet, but, mm. uh... But Joy, you can as tell, I start she's, watching... she's, like, noticeably taller than the other ones. Oh. And it's weird, because yeah. I, because, you know, a lot of them are usually, they're different heights and stuff like that, but Joy, I could tell even watching her videos, I was like, is it just the shoes she's wearing or whatever? But she's got a good height on the other ones, and, like, I think... They almost, like, you see them lined up, and they almost are each, like, slightly taller than the other. So if you line them up, they, like, perfectly grow in height as a unit. <laughs> uh, I noticed, too, here's why I noticed, Camera, what their their specialty, like, the their identity as a group. Like, the thi- like if I heard them on the radio and told you, oh, I know that's Red Velvet, if I, I could tell you it's Red Velvet, if I hear a song, and it's the the harmonizing, that's their thing. When they do that harmonizing chorus and all their songs, that's like their DNA. That tells you it's Red Velvet. Is that harmonization they do as a group? Oh yeah, yeah. I I feel that definitely. That makes them different to me than and than any other group that I've listened to so far. Is that they have a specific unique harmony. Where you could tell that's like that's Red Velvet compared to any other group. Because otherwise, like if I listen to songs half the time, it's hard for me to tell who's who. But but that I could tell you from watching a lot of their stuff. And again, this is another group that's been around a while. I, I mostly watched their MVs, so like their singles, because they have a lot of MVs. Because they've been around a while. They have a lot of songs uh, that they've done music videos for. And what I noticed too, uh, that's also kind of unique to their DNA. I mean, granted. You know, every music video for K-pop groups are always different than the next. But I felt that with this many videos that they've done and been around so long, each video that they do is drastically different from the previous one. I think for MVs, I think uh, possibly the only, like, full, I guess, big one that I watched. uh, Because I also watched a video for uh, Yasim. Mm. I, yes, im, mm-hmm. ism. I think that's how I, that's oh, pronounced. Yeah, some, some of the names uh, of their songs. yeah, that's not. Yeah, that's not as much. It's just them mm-hmm. like recording with um, uh, flashes of the cartoon that they're uh, doing the OST for over it. Um, I think the only one they're like, I guess, more produced videos I saw was the Russian Roulette video. That one's really fun. That's a good one too. Well, because other mm-hmm. thing too with is... the itchy and scratchy stuff going on. Yeah, that. Yeah, I really like that video. Yeah, yeah, and it's so weird because if we watch, like, a Blackpink or a Twice, their videos are different, but they're still, you know, they're still kind of similar in terms of what their brand is. Where, as Red Velvet, like, even if they musically are similar in brand, their videos are so different. Because one video, you got Roller Coaster, next one you have this weird flyer guy, guy made flowers or whatever running around, and then next video, they're in like uh sort of a uh like house like chasing somebody and then next video they're you know on uh like a beach or something or they're in the desert vegas or la and then the next video they're like in the theater it's just so tonally different each single one that they do that's cool to hear though i mean try out so many different different concepts for videos i mean getting to see the girls in different lights i mean yeah i'm all for that Mm mm-hmm and, 
again, there's certain songs of theirs I like, like a Psycho, some I've heard before, uh, you know, Bad Boy, uh, you know, the Milkshake one, uh, things of that sort. But I will say, I think I prefer their newer stuff to their older stuff. Oh, yeah, we, we might be on the same page here. Again, um, I do really want to spend more time with it, you know. Mm-hmm. I want to listen to certain songs a lot more. Uh, may, maybe my opinion will change, but I'm kind of a... Yeah, I'm same as you. Like, I think they started getting better as they went on, but because... there are, like, a few choice cuts from their earlier stuff that's among my favorites, so... Yeah, it's so well, good to be had there. Yeah, because like Russian I, roulette's kind of an older one. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They had yeah. There's some like Ken and Jim's there, and it, then too, like we knew we talk about uh, 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 you know the thing now where members get their own songs and stuff. And who was it? Was it was it Irene and Joy? Or no, it's not Irene Joy. It was who one of them. They had it where two of them did their own song. Two of them got their own song. Uh, that's pretty good as well. And that was, like, within the last couple years. Yeah, there's some solo stuff. There's stuff like uh, the Irene and Silgi yeah, that's one was, that yeah. I didn't get to yet, but... Yeah, that video is kicking. But... Yeah. Mm. That video is kicking. But I think what it is is because uh, their earlier music is a little bit similar to kind of Twice, where it's that, you know, it's that young pop thing, and then as they got older, they've been around a while... It's it's now kind of they've gone from being more like a younger group like a Twice or a Bubbleland or something to now a mix between that and sort of a Blackpink style. It's like a it's like they take the two different types and kind of mush it together, and I think that's what kind of makes it work. But still, even though they mishmashed that harmony harmonization is like still the same and they still have yeah vocals are pretty strong just throughout yes and yeah you can that's one constant you can tell maturity i mean again they're they're with an sm you know which is one of the biggest if not maybe the biggest uh company as far as k-pop goes sm entertainment uh yeah and i and their, you know, their choreography is decent. I don't know if they're chore- I don't know if I'm a hugest fan of their choreography compared to other groups, but you know, still decent enough. And yeah, their old, their newer stuff, I really dig a lot more. Uh, and 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 the other thing I noticed too is with their choruses, what they do is uh, like the heart of the chorus when they get to like the couple lines of it, it's like bopping. Like, it's really bopping, and it almost uh, cuts off too early for me in some of their songs, where it's like, when they get into this, like, one part, and I'm like, man, I wish they would go longer with this chorus section. They they keep it kind of shorter compared to other groups that I've listened to, and but that's kind of part of their brand, right? That's kind of part of what they are. But part of me is like, man, oh, I just, then they hit it, and I'm like, yeah, I'm in it, and then they kind of switch back to the main, like, next line or whatever i'm like oh <laughs> but i guess that's kind of why they work because they build you up to that moment but it's fairly quick uh where it's a bop in and then they cut it whereas like other groups they'll kind of make that part of the song and reuse it a lot this one they kind of give you the bop and then they move on to the next thing 
Uh, speaking of cutting it short, there there might actually be one song uh, I was thinking about that maybe could be cut short, I guess. Uh, I was thinking about the Yasism one. I would say that's among my favorites. Like, something about the pianos and, like, some of the little simps do feel a little bit more like J-pop than they do K-pop. Um... Oh, and especially, I love the guitars that are thrown in, in there, too. Like, it's a really good, like, pop rock song that reminds me of just some of the stuff I'm listening to on uh, on my side of things, on, on the J-pop side of things. Um, but they do have the little, like, rap in there, which I'm, I'm, I'm like... Oh, no, it's not the worst. It It's not, like, a... It doesn't drag down the song dramatically, but I almost wouldn't really mind if it kind of got cut and we just stuck to that like pop rock angle that they were going for throughout it because uh uh just that part that part fantastic yeah yeah and uh yeah that's a good one what's the other one that's like oh god what's the name of it like boom ba boom ba 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 boo or something <laughs> like what's that there's another one like that where it's like a couple of these songs they have just like random made up words that match together it's not even a proper word but that's like the name of the song, and they're like, Z like Zimzal is it? Yeah, they're Zal like Zimzal's in. Another one's like Bam Ba Boom Ba Ba, <laughs> and it's it's kind of silly, but it, it's fine. It, yeah, I guess I didn't even know this. So oh like, yeah, it's cute though. So I yeah, mean, yeah, yeah. It's uh, but again, that was it. like it's kind cute. of their earlier I, I'll stuff. I'll take it. Yeah, the earlier stuff they kind of did that, not the newer stuff so much. Uh, and it looks like too. I haven't cute, even. Uh, oh. I was say like it looks like Joy has a single out too, which I completely missed. So Ooh. I have to listen to that. Uh, speaking of cute, yeah, uh, Zoo Zoo is another one uh, that I'm really into. This one I did kind of look at uh, live footage of, and yeah, I, I don't know. I'm, choreography choreography is fine, but the little like animal costume things that they had uh, was just absolutely adorable. And the it's like a I would call it almost whistling or like a synth thing that like a synth melody that they have in the chorus. Do 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 do. That is so catchy. Oh my god! <laughs> if you want to talk about infectious hooks, hook on Zoo. God, that is amazing. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. That, that's the thing. It's like Red Velvet. Uh, I yeah, I like their newer stuff better than older stuff. But I like that they go for variety in terms of just their look and. Again, their videos that they're a bit all over the place, but I appreciate that. You know, there's gonna be some that I like more than others. That's a risk you take for guns, something like that. But the fact that they've built themselves as a brand because they've been around so long, that even from the beginning, that they were allowed to be so different uh, in terms of like the way things were produced. Pretty much, even since early on, I feel like is says something about that. You know, I feel like not mm -hmm. every, not any group would have been able to get away or have been a. They would be allowed to have such a variety, even in such a early stages of their career, all the way up till now. You know, uh, and I feel like they're they're just again, there's a they're a group that's respected enough. I I again, I kind of regret. Granted, I didn't know their libraries much back then, but they were here in, like, L.A. for two days, and their tickets weren't fully sold out. They were fairly decent, easy to get, so the next time they're around, if it, again, I'm... I'm it, what I year was that, by the way? Huh? Uh, what year was that that they came to L.A.? 
that I think that was like the same year that Blackpink was here, and oh, like them, hmm. Blackpink and Twice all came within the same year, and I got tickets to see Twice, wow. but I couldn't go, so I sold them. And then Blackpink, I couldn't even get through the queue line to get tickets for them. And then Red Velvet, yeah, they were here for two nights, and I think that was at the Forum, which is usually the big one here in L.A. Everybody goes Oh, to. oh yeah, Forum, I know that. Yeah, yeah uh, I know that place. that's where Blackpink was. I think they were all there. But yeah, it was, I would say 20... It must have been 2018, 2019. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, I remember. Yeah, that. twice uh, Blackpink, Red, Red Velvet, oh, all in one year. That must be yeah, that crazy. Was, that was, man, yeah, and I couldn't get. Hey, pop, things. boom! Uh, in full effect now by then, for sure. Yeah, and that was also the same year too, because I remember this. I got really mad at my, uh, and this is this has nothing to do with Red Velvet. It's a different group entirely, but it just remind me that uh, I was so mad because uh, Mama Moo. Okay, it, uh, they just came I've heard, out. I heard them. Yeah, so they just—they were just, you know, they're a fairly newer group, but they had just come out. They had the one song, you know, the boom, uh, the really popping one or whatever. Uh, but they, they showed up. They didn't come into where I work, but they showed up like towards the front of it. And one of my coworkers, who's also a uh, knows K-pop and stuff, because I had a manager that knew K-pop, another coworker that knew K-pop. A lot of my coworkers. You know, despite you race keep good or company, gender, I guess very into K-pop stuff, and they and they got to meet them because they came and stopped by outside. And I was so mad uh, that uh, they got to meet them, and I was stuck inside. I like, dang it! I was so jealous. No, it wasn't Mama Moo. It was Momoland. I'm sorry, Momoland. Oh, okay. That's what it was. I got the two confused, but yeah, Momoland. That's what number it was. one. I'm I'm. You know, I've at least heard the name of. Yeah, yeah. So, and I was so mad that I was like, "Dang, you, you lucky jerk!" They just were outside and they got to meet him, and I was like, "Dang god!" And and like he said too, they were like, "Oh, you you know who we are?" Like I, they were like surprised anybody knew who they were, and I was like, "Dang god!" I was so jealous. Uh, but yeah. So, but next time Red Velvet's in town, try to keep an eye out. If tickets didn't like fully set out immediately for them. Like the other groups were, uh, I'll try to keep an eye on it. I think just because Red Velvet's been around long enough, and they're not the—I I don't want to say like this sounds disrespectful—they're not like the hot thing right now. But they've again, they've been around a long time, and people respect them. And since they've been around longer, I guess it's just like, oh yeah, you know, kind of thing. But uh, they yeah. do feel like I don't know if this is the best word for it, but kind of like an uh, institution, I guess. I don't know. Like even me, as someone who's been pretty outside of a lot of the K-pop stuff, like I've been hearing that name Red Velvet for years now. So it yeah. must have an effect yeah. over here in the West. Yeah, again, 2014, right? That was right after that they were they they were like the beginning of this new era of k-pop you know because again to bring up like four minute again stuff like that but that you know early 2000s to like early 2010s era and then like red velvet was the one of the first of that new era up until now this like next decade they were kind of right there at the beginning uh so yeah guys red velvet uh it's one of those i think to your personal preference as far as whether you like their newer stuff or their older stuff. Uh, but they do have a slight change of it. Again, it's worth just hearing it just to hear them harmonize, which is like their key thing. I would highly recommend if you're going to listen to music for the first time, uh, actually watching them these on YouTube. 
as your first experience as opposed to just listening on Spotify or something like that. Uh, just to see the variety in terms of what the videos are like and to see how different they are, I think that's like the best way to experience it. Yeah, that's kind of my thing where uh, for like music segments, uh, I am mostly hitting up Spotify. Like I'm not as much like I'll do video first or whatever, but uh, I think as we do get into more like K-pop groups and stuff like that, yeah, like yeah, I should probably start focusing in more on like music videos, on stuff like their TV show appearances, variety and reality stuff. You know, probably good to keep in mind for myself, I guess too. Yeah, and that and that's funny you mentioned that because I even when I'm like walking around listening to music on the go. For some reason, I use YouTube over Spotify. I guess because I usually don't pay for Spotify too often, but mm. I don't know why. I've always kind of been a YouTube guy. Even if, like podcasts or whatever, I just tend to use YouTube first. That's just for some reason my preference. Uh, but especially with K-pop and just groups like that, even the music that you recommended to me, you know, with Asia Cup Future Rachel, just to see those videos is so dope. You know, and I said so that's kind of the first way I want to experience. Yeah, it. I mean, yeah, it's a bit of a habit to have to try to break, especially for you know, like the the various K-pop groups, which I'm sure we'll be covering in future episodes of the show. It's just like you know, I, I'm kind of in a, I don't know, maybe it's like an older mindset or whatever, but I'm I'm mostly just focusing on the music, and I know there's like other parts to it uh, that I should start paying more attention to. Kind of like stuff like uh, AKB in a way, you know, the, all these different like parts to it, you know, mm -hmm. and the whole experience is just, just what makes it really beautiful. It's not just the music, it's, you know, the individual members and their personalities and the different TV shows and stuff like that. It's just a whole experience, a whole world that gets you really connected to this, to the group. Yeah, well said. Uh, but yeah, do you... So that... I, but yeah, recommend listen to them, I would say, because they are kind of a staple now. If you've never listened to them before, I recommend everybody check them out at least once. And just pick a song or two from the new, pick a song or two from the old, and then if you gravitate towards one or the other, then listen to the rest of it. But uh, yeah, I feel like it's a... Uh, they're one of the ones I would say, like, everybody, even if they're casual person don't know a lot of k-pop they're being one of the first groups i introduce people to besides like a blackpink or a bts or something uh yeah so that that's why i wanted to check it out again i knew some of their songs you know hearing them over the years but i had no idea like how elaborate a lot of their videos were and especially some of their older music with the the zams and the zooms is always interesting to hear and yeah and then again a couple of them have their own song and check those out as well because they're they're pretty solid oh yeah and uh just to already go back on something i might have said a little bit earlier uh i don't know uh when i said in terms of my mindset in terms of approaching you know music and stuff like that uh i wouldn't necessarily say older i guess but like uh i don't know because i listen to a lot of like alternative and indie stuff that's that's a lot of my background i guess now um, and yeah, I'm, for those, you know, I'm not thinking a as much about videos. I'm, I'm just like listening to the music, going through their whole discography, but, and stuff like that. So I I'm doing it that way, but, uh, yeah, with, as we get into more K-pop stuff and 
even with some of the J-pop stuff on here, like, yeah, focus on the whole experience, focus on videos and shows and everything like that. Mm, Got to yeah. change up a little bit in, with even in myself, so that should be fun to talk about. Yeah, for sure. So, as far as next week goes for music... what we were going to do here. I, I was thinking we could either go with another K-pop group or go... Cameras kind of got another uh, recommendation as well for us to maybe hop into. What, what Yeah. What, um, yeah. yeah, go ahead, Camera. What do you have for us? Okay, well, uh, if you don't have any ideas about, like, who you want to do next, uh, my idea... Uh, just as long as we did it, since we're doing all three of the Fully Coolie seasons, I wanted to do the pillows, kind of going back into J-Rock and have it, like, tie in. The, the pillows are, oh my god, uh, again, along with Agent Kung Fu Generation, very, you know, foundational for me. They're one of the earliest, early groups that I got into, getting into, like, Japanese rock and really, like, Japanese music in general, so, uh, you know... Gotta pay tribute to the greats. Uh, some legendary albums that I would love to talk about. Um, and having a Pillows episode will be a great opportunity to talk about those. Uh, I can't wait. It should be fun. That what say good. you, I guess? I'm looking forward to it. If I remember anything from Fully Cooley, uh, the music was always popping, so I'm really excited yes. to hear it. Uh, I will say... Um, that, those are mostly from like free albums or so that came out at the tail end of the 90s. Those are what make up the Fully Cooly, you know, soundtrack. They had a lot of stuff after that and some very interesting stuff before that that is almost nothing like anything that would come afterwards. Like, there is a very distinct shift that happens when you get from the early and mid-90s to the late 90s where the Fully Cooly soundtrack comes from. Uh, definitely not the same pillows. Still an interesting pillows all the same. And we can get into that a little bit too if you're interested in the next episode. But uh, that will be fun. Yeah, I know. I'm looking, I'm, I'm looking forward to that. Uh, mm -hmm. So... Uh, yeah, that's, that's a, we'll check that out, guys. Pillows fully coolly for the next week. I think that's a good way to, yeah, start that off, have it together, have a theme going on, and I'm looking forward to it, so. And do not worry about listening to all the albums. They got a ton of them. <laughs> just don't worry. It just... seems very overwhelming at first, but just get, yeah, don't worry about it. Just look for whatever songs. Okay. We might be sticking to a lot of fully coolly stuff anyway, so. I don't know, but still. Right. So no, very no, big discography. No no <laughs> pressure. Just a warning, but no pressure. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right, cool. Uh, so, yeah, guys, you want to listen to that, listen to the pillows, and watch Fully Cooly with us, which is, oh, gosh, is that on, maybe, is, I don't even know where that's at, uh, uh, streaming-wise, but, you know, it's been around a while, so I'm sure it's going to be one of the easier ones to find. Uh, and make sure just to, do you want to rewatch it with us? Because I'm sure a good amount of people have probably seen it already, but it's another good excuse to rewatch it. We'll be doing oh, one yeah. season at a time. Don't take any excuse, seriously. Yeah, one season at a time, and we'll go with it from there. Uh, in the meantime, guys, uh, thanks for listening with us, and we'll be back next week with new anime 
and new music. And we'll see you on the next one. See ya!